Hey everyone, and welcome to the FLA Cats Hockey Podcast. This is your host, David Rodriguez, with my co-hosts, Ryan Keelan and Kirby Lupel. Ryan, we got a couple hurricanes coming this week. One is an actual team, and another one is a storm. Uh, other than that, how are you feeling, my friend? Um, I'm feeling better about those hurricanes than my hurricanes, but uh, I'm happy to be back on the podcast. I missed you guys. Uh, I heard some comments were said about me on the last one, so really? we, might, we might discuss that, honestly. So. <laughs> I, I thought we were pretty well behaved. It wasn't as fun, right? David's been posting a lot on Twitter. I, I miss fun, and I kind of give him these looks. <laughs> referring to the Panthers last year versus the Panther team this year. But, uh, yeah, we were lacking a little fun, Ryan. But I think David everything you said was prop- proper. <laughs> Kirby, no hurricane towards you, but I heard you have some snow. How are you doing? Yeah, I heard you went to the gym today, David. You don't need to go to the gym if you're out here. Just come to my yard, clean out the front yard, the snow, get me <laughs> out of the snow. I'm buried in the snow, the backyard. The dogs can barely do their business back there. So yeah, just come out here. You get a full body workout, just shoveling. <laughs> Kirby, just move here. We're going to keep saying it. I know you. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe when I know you guys are going through, uh, we're not going to get into politics, but I know there's some voting going on today, but when your guys' healthcare system gets better, maybe I'll... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't have to use my shovel too much down here in South Florida, but maybe I'll one day when I'm over there, castle, maybe. I'll help you out with that. Shovel. David, your week, your past week's been pretty eventful too. So, um, yeah, you, new baby, kind of away from the games, and even during the games, you've had a pretty busy going on with family and everything like that. So, yeah, new baby in the house. She's lovely. She's healthy. Mom's healthy. So that's all I can really ask for, and it's a great blessing for sure to have uh, around here. So really happy, really excited for you guys to be back. Uh, really excited to talk Florida Panthers hockey once again. We uh, haven't last... recorded much, David, yet. Like we haven't done our spaces together. And we haven't yeah, done some... with the late Caps nights. Yeah, those late Three nights on the West Coast were uh, killers. No way I was staying up for spaces <laughs> that long, especially <laughs> with a little one around. So yeah, excited to talk about that trip. And then what's to come in this homestand coming up for sure. So uh, yeah, to kick things off, obviously, last time we left off, the Panthers had come off a win against Ottawa at home, and then they went on this big West Coast trip that Kirby, you alluded to, it wasn't going to be easy, although the, the opponents that we saw on paper, Arizona, San Jose, Anaheim, and we thought LA would be the uh, the toughest of the, the group. Uh, two and two off that West Coast trip, Ryan, Kirby, what were your first initial thoughts, you know, coming up, coming back home? Successful? So-so? What do we think? Just kick things off. Yeah, I just kind of thought, um, I'll just jump in here, Ryan. I just, the, three of the four teams we outshot, so I thought that was really good. I think we ended up even with the goal differential and Dave and Ryan. Of course, it's not going to look good because of the, you know, strength of opponents. But I think when you play back-to-back nights, when you're in a different time zone, I think when we come out even goals for and goals against, that's awesome. Our power play, I think, was three for 13, 23%, which again, that was saved a little bit by that fortunate uh, power play goal um against san jose there that carlson helped us on that overpass play and then also one of the empty net goals um by reinhardt i think was also determined to be on the power play there so again you'd look at only one power play goal but i think the power play at times looked good and we just weren't rewarded with i'll say puck luck Mm -hmm. our pk that that's another area of concern we were 10 for 14 71 percent a couple times uh it really caught us on that trip but um, maybe some positives towards there. I think Maurice still has to run a better personnel out there. Again, I mentioned this in our spaces community. I'd love like a Barkoff, Lundell, PK unit, maybe Lomberg, 
uh, Lusto on the second unit instead of running all these different bodies out there, namely Ryan, David, the stalls, <laughs> which yes. I don't think it always helps us with their mobility and different things like that. So I, I don't know. That was kind of my first look at the road trip. Um, Ryan, what do you kind of see? For yeah, that? the road trip was fine. I just think, you know, we were at home against Ottawa and we got a win. And then, you know, we lost to probably the worst team in the NHL. Uh, one of them in Arizona who doesn't even have a, a stadium um, on the first game of the of the road trip. That's pretty they did bad. Beat Toronto and Washington, though, the past 10 days here, Ryan, 10, 14. Yeah. And then, I think they're beating Buffalo tonight somehow with that roster. Yeah, but uh, I understand that, you know, the L.A. loss, I get it's the third, you know, third game and five days on the West Coast. That's tougher. But playoff team, playoff team, yeah, last better year. team. Yeah. So the only issue I have is the Arizona loss. I get the, the L.A. losses is OK with me. And David Ryan, I think you could say Florida was the better team in all of those games. I know maybe you guys missed a little bit of the games being like later and stuff yeah, like that. Are, to David, but I think like I think we were only outshot in the L.A. game. and It was by a shot or two. And I thought Panthers had some good flow that game. You're going to talk about that game a little bit more, David, with the officials and some calls that were made or missed there. Yeah. The Arizona game, uh, like I said, I was in the hospital that Tuesday night, so I didn't really get to catch too much of it. So obviously a disappointing not to even come out with one point in the stadium that holds, I think four or 5,000. Uh, I know some of the players and Kachuk specifically mentioned that he loved the environment, although they're not probably feeling as much as they would like to in a stadium to have a stadium. That's an electric environment and, maybe give them a little bit more uh, of a home feel is, is cool for Arizona. Uh, the locker room situation is just a mess. I think for the first few months or maybe just a month that they're going through over there, but yeah, really tough to not get any points against Arizona. We, we, we talked about this a lot uh, before the season, just looking at the schedule that we thought that was a shoe in two points to start the road trip, but credit to the Panthers coming into uh, going into San Jose uh, another team that's kind of looking to get some wiggle room and, and may hopefully get a little bit of a spark. But really the only highlight player I can say for them so far has been Eric Carlson, who I believe uh, is that a, like second best in NHL history, like the quickest to get 10 goals as a defenseman um, in NHL history. So credit to Carlson there for his offensive abilities. I know Kirby are really low on his defensive capability. I don't but... like his, I think that early in that game, he didn't look good. And then he had like an all world third period. And then that's all anyone looks at. But again, yeah. maybe that's my bias of not liking Eric Carlson, but I don't think we capitalized early in that game, David, with mistakes made by Carlson in that defensive unit. I think we could have been up more than even two goals. I think Reimer was right. pretty solid, but other yeah, than it was, that, you know, it was a matter. It was again, a matter of where the Panthers had a two zero lead going into the third period. And then it just in the first five, six minutes of that third period, boom, it blew up in the Panthers face that we thought was a guaranteed two points and credit to San Jose. They scored three goals. The Panthers had to come pull their goalie. And it wasn't, if it wasn't for a Carter Verhage, like impossible angle shot. Who saved Panthers, us all last year in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, The Panthers could have potentially been 0-2 to start that uh, road trip. And then credit to Bobrovsky who held his own, in that shootout stopping all, I believe four or five of the uh, San Jose Sharks attempts. So yeah, Reinhardt got that game deciding penalty shot goal in the shootout to give the Panthers the two points in San Jose. And then like we mentioned that LA game, uh, the third game was uh, before the back-to-back -back against Anaheim. We kind of thought that was probably going to be the toughest of the two of the four games. And yeah, I mean, Florida looked good. 
that first period was kind of slow, not much action. And then that second period, things started to open up. Uh, we know what happened with the Kachuk incident uh, before the incident with Jonathan Quick. Ryan, you know, I, I'm pretty sure you saw that he came, I guess Kachuk came across the face of Quick, to touched his helmet, and I guess the referee mm-hmm. saw that was enough for goaltender interference. Do you agree? If, if that was us, would you kind of want that call on us, or do you think that was just unlucky that he was able to, to tap him? I think it was a little unlucky. I mean, obviously it hurts, but I I don't know. It was probably probably the right call, I guess, technically, but I, I don't know. I don't think so. The call really bothered me. Like, Quick's yeah. skates are in the blue paint, but Kachuk's skates are not. But Quick's head is outside of there. And I think it was Mike McKenna, right. former NHL goalie, and David, he comes up here on the Calgary radio station quite a bit, and we'll talk about goaltending and, and news around the NHL. And he even tweeted something out that said, I don't know on this call. It's so hard to kind of determine. I don't really think that it's necessarily on the player here. And he's a former goalie, right? Who's going to mm-hmm. defend the goalie union a lot. And I, I defend the goalie union too. And I just think watching Kachuk, I didn't think he impeded Quick's um space I think Kachuk owned his own space and I don't think he changed his angle of approach or attack towards the crease area enough for that goal to be determined no goal which they determined on the ice no goal I had the LA broadcast and they said they got a call in between periods I think in between the second and the third period from Toronto and it and they said this goal was affected because the player was affecting Jonathan right. Quick's space and the LA Kings broadcast crew was saying this should be overturned in a good goal. So when when the when the opposition broadcast is saying that live as that play, I think it was like a four or five minute review there, David. Yeah. Um, as it was being reviewed, they were even like siding with the Panthers. So you don't see that too often in opposing telecasts. And um, and then you see the the news from Toronto. Now I don't know if something was tweeted out the next day on that, David, because we're going to talk about other Kachuk news um, that happened during that game. So I think that kind of got buried in the lead. Well, I think there was a lot of, crit- I saw a few people criticizing Maurice for even challenging that play, which. Oh, I don't agree. With I, that. Think I, I would definitely. Yeah. A hundred out of a hundred times. have to do that. Yeah. You have to challenge. And it was unfortunate that it didn't go our way. And then to add, you know, more pain to the, to the no call for the Panthers, they actually scored on the ensuing power play la did they scored on the power play that they got from us losing the challenge um so yeah it added a little bit more sting to the the no goal call that would have gave the panthers a 4-3 lead ultimately the kings got the lead after that and then we know what happened in the last few seconds la had a 5-4 lead panthers try their heart out to get that fifth goal and Barkov missing open net with the backhand, right? I'm sure you saw that and was wow. like instantly, <laughs> instantly threw up your hands. And Barkov reacted in a way like, are you kidding me? Like, that's that's impossible. And, yeah, we saw what ensued with Kachuk as far as putting his stick in, in uh, Jonathan Quick's face mask. Uh, Jonathan Quick reacted as, as, you know, he is accustomed to doing. And that ultimately led to Kachuk's two-game suspension that uh, he's still serving – uh, since that incident so now what did they say on the what did Goldie have to say in Randy and what was said after because I had the LA telecast and they said hold on here a second so I saw yeah. it before I went live on spaces David so I had a really good perspective of it and I don't think a lot of people were tweeting about it and I said there could be a fine coming here maybe a one game suspension so right away I knew 
Um, I was hoping the next day when we didn't hear any news on a hearing that it was going to maybe be delayed till Monday, which would mean probably a fine and not an in-person hearing right. or a phone conference meeting. But I think with Kachuk's track record, that played into it too. He hasn't been suspended since 2017. I mentioned in a tweet or during mm. our spaces, but I still think that player history and track record of suspension came into play there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the interesting that you mentioned what goalie had said was he said something along the lines like, Oh, Jonathan quick is used to being in Hollywood. So he's kind of selling it. He's kind of <laughs> acting. Ah, so, and, and I understand, I understand the, the Florida bias that, you know, that shouldn't be a suspension. Florida that's, bias. That's just one person. Well, I'm saying there's, there shouldn't be a, no, there was a lot of people saying that Jonathan quick is diving, you know, it's, he's overreacting to the play. And but then there was our other part of our fan base, David, that was turning on Kachuk and calling Uggish, which I don't agree with either. They were calling it Borderline. But but the stick was in the mask. like. Yeah, I I think I agree with... not going to turn on Kachuk for that, but I don't know if it should have been... You lean towards the part that it's thuggish or it was Mal... No, no. He knew what he was doing. It's kind of... Not thuggish. It shouldn't be a two-game suspension. Maybe find him one game max, like two... uh, no, so I, I was thinking a suspension one at most, at most because of his history. Personally, I was I was along the line. I think two. I'm not going to say it was lenient. I'm just saying that Kachuk knew what he was doing, and he knew the moment of the game. They know, you know, what had happened earlier as far as his. Okay, but what about style. that hit behind? Like, let's not get off topic here. But what about that hit behind on Petrangelo? And what was that in Montreal? Josh Anderson. That was a that's two a two-game game suspension, just like Kachuk is. Like, give me a break. I just like, think that the should intent, be like a five-game. I just think hit. the intent to injure was there. Is kind of what I'm saying. I'm 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 going to well, say I'm saying the intent to injure and with Anderson's hit from behind was there, so that should have been five for games. For sure, for sure, I agree that yeah, Anderson. Got and that's not me being biased. I, you know how I look at the league, David. Like, I'm just like I don't think you know a hit from behind should constitute the same thing that Kachuk did. And is that on reputation because? Of it being Kachuk, I asked our fan base this: if that was Barkov, would that just been ignored and been like, "Oh, he he didn't mean to have a stick there." That's Barkov, right? right? So, but I think if it was Bobrovsky or Knight in the net, and we had a player putting a stick in his mask intentionally, I think we'd um, want some. some no, like if it was Chris Kreider versus Brendan Lemieux, I would look at it that way. I'm like Brendan Lemieux is a little shithead; like he deserves that suspension. Mm-hmm. If it was Chris Kreider, I wouldn't look at it the same way. That's me personally. Well, yeah, Kachuk is he has his history of. of- yeah. Being on borderline, you know, mm-hmm. player, you're not, you're not always getting suspended and not always getting fined, but, but it's going to hurt us, David, as Panther fans, because he did all that stuff. Not with us. He did that in yeah, Calgary, but it carries over to him to where he is now. So I love it. I don't care. I don't know if I love I know, it. But I you'll love don't... it, Ryan, but he's going to get suspended because they go, because the yeah. league goes off mm-hmm. past history. So it's going to hurt us. Right. I don't, I don't love it. I just, it's, it's, that's the way he is. I'm, yeah. He should, probably shouldn't have done that, but. It's not that I'm going to think anything different of Matthew Kachuk as a yeah. dirty player compared nah. to other people. It was just, but everyone's going to call him a dirty player from all his past. Yeah, I think so. Things with sure. Muzzin, but Kirby, Howard. you said the last suspension was 2017. That's what I heard. I think that was correct. Yeah, I mean that's that's not really a track record. That's five seasons ago. You know, like, yeah, but it's it, but all these fans are like he should have been suspended. If, like that slew foot play on Shifley in the bubble in the playoffs. It wasn't a suspension, and I talked to like family members about it, and of course my Edmonton family members are like that dude should be suspended. But a lot of people said that weren't even like hardcore Calgary fans that said no, that's a fine play. And I thought, you know, I'm not a Winnipeg fan, not a Calgary fan. When I saw that play happen, I was like, I don't think there was intent there. But a lot of people, Ryan, thought there was intent there. Why? Because it's Matthew Kachuk. So they'll say he has got away with things where he wasn't suspended, right? So he forfeits over 100k worth of uh, salary money. So if he 
if he uh, wants to donate some of that, the, the what are they? It goes to the NHLPA, I think. <laughs> all that, all that money, uh, for like concussion research and stuff like that. So, big, I, don't know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm weird this way because I love Barkov and I love Kachuk. I'm like, I think you need a parts of Barkov on your team, and you need parts of Kachuk. And I think our fan base is very. Uh, it's a very por- polarizing debate, David, mm-hmm. about like what type of player Barkov should be and what type of player Kachuk should be. Because I think there's fans on both sides, but I love both. And not just because they're wearing Florida Panther colors. It's just those are my type of players that I would want to go to war with. Another one is Lomberg. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's just the type of guys I think you need a mix on a team. And it's very interesting when you see our fan base like defending Barkov or trashing Barkov or defending Kachuk or this weekend trashing Kachuk. So yeah, it's it's been very uh very interesting um watching those two players and trying to I think it's still early, right, David? And they're trying to like blend in and see like do they fit together? Do they fit better on separate line? Um that was a big debate we had in spaces too. Like is are they better together? Or are they better separate? So I guess we'll see that when Kachuk is back from his suspension. Well, I know Kachuk went on the spin chicklets podcast over the last few days. I think it was on the day of this of the LA game. And they asked him, you know, what are your thoughts on Barkov? You know, how has he been? And, you know, just to summarize kind of quick what he said, he said, Barky is the most special talent I've ever seen. It's insane. So he's been saying that since he got here. I know he's been praising not just Barkov, but he's he also mentioned Colin White, that he's been awesome. He knew that he had it in him. He doesn't know why Ottawa put on him so quick. He brought up Paul Maurice saying he's been unbelievable. It's super easy to understand what he's saying. He cares about you, which is nice from a coach. We have great talks. He's a perfect guy to have for our team right now. So, yeah, we said Kachuk is a leader. We know he's going to have that edge to his game that uh, maybe a lot of people don't enjoy. Uh, Kind of, you know, even though he's on your team and he's a little bit on the edge, I've had a lot of people saying, oh, he's a punk. He's a he's a hothead. He's he's too he's too wild. A lot of people on Instagram, for sure, uh, were saying that. Oh, more like against. More against his, uh, more against his antics, more of our yeah. Instagram. And there's a, still a lot of people out there that are still pro Huberto style compared to Kachuk's. To my to my surprise, but, but David, I, David, I want Ryan, I want you to jump in on what you thought in that spinning chicklets interview. But I thought like the Barkov point was huge. He said next to McDavid. I thought, or I thought another point was bigger. Yeah, I, there was a lot I had. What did you have, Ryan? So I, I liked how he was he was low key recruiting. He was saying, you know, after he's done with practice. Uh, you know, he can go to any of the, you know, pro sports teams, which he couldn't do in Calgary. He, uh, and then he said his two favorite things to do, which are probably mine as well. If I had the opportunity would be golfing right after and going on his jet ski. Like you really can't beat that, you know, Kirby, especially oh, you. you're a jet ski guy you're in the snow right now. <laughs> I have I'm never what, seen Brian on a jet ski. Have you ever seen someone sad on a jet ski? <laughs> Me? What are you talking? Sure. One year, one year for my baseball windup party, we have a guy that lives on the lake, and we were out there, and I was outside in the jacuzzi. So it's not Wait. snow year round here, Ryan. Yeah. Come on, now. come on now. And I was it like right captain. Now. I was the boss, just hanging out in the hot tub, and I was watching everyone out on the on the jet skis or whatever. So <laughs> yes, we do have them here. We do have lakes and things. But I wanted to add to the point there. Um, I want you guys to jump in on this. How special Barkoff is, and he was saying next to like McDavid and McCarr, he put him like top three, top five in the league. And that's where I've always kind of put Barkov. I know Ryan, you'll probably fight back on that. I, I also noticed David, the, the high, the high praise he had for our defense. He called yeah. every player almost out Gudis to Monter. He had high praise for Forsling. I think Forsling has been up and down this year, but you just love how Forsling skates and how much minutes he can eat up. Um, There's 
Daryl Sutter slander, if you guys noticed in that interview. Yeah. Kirby, notice like, who he didn't call out on, who he didn't mention on defense. There was one guy he didn't mention on the whole the whole defensive core. Oh, he has a brother on the team? Nope. Well, you didn't mention him. Well, yes, he does. <laughs> Mark Stahl. Yeah, Mark Stahl. Yeah, that's what I mean. He has a brother on the team. Yeah, Eric Stahl. <laughs> I, I even forget Eric's on the yeah. team. So no, I, I, did, I did notice that part on the the Daryl Sutter slander was they were talking about his NFT card when he scored that Nashville goal. And I don't think Daryl Sutter was coaching there when he made that spinorama between the legs goal to win the game at the buzzer. And he said, uh, Oh, well, um, that was during, you know, the end of the game or overtime or something that he's talking about. He's like, you know, I was never played in overtime yeah, last Sutter year. Didn't so, play me in overtime. <laughs> yeah. So in other words that Daryl Sutter, I guess, didn't play him in overtime last year on three on three. So, and he also said the relationship with Maurice, he's like, it's, it's refreshing to have a coach. And this is something I've talked about our fan base with David, knowing Maurice well in Winnipeg, that he cares about the players a lot, right. maybe sometimes too much where he doesn't get on them, but he says, it's nice to have a head coach. And, you know, I used to coach athletes at the high school level and I did the same thing that you talk to them about what's going off away from the field or away from the ice or away from the court. And he said, it's so refreshing to have a coach like that. I've never had a coach like that before. So that's something I always take true as a coach, like to talk to my players, what's going on away from, you know, the games and the practices and things like that. So that's how I feel. Sorry, David. No, I was just going to add also that Yandel and Jovo have been helping him a lot off the ice too, to a former Panther defenseman, getting him acclimated to the South Florida area there ryan and making it a lot easier transition so those are the points that kind of I mean, it's a simple me. transition that's how i feel on the football on the soccer field with ryan i coach him up i i, I yep. care about it <laughs> I get him that positive it. mindset right make him manifest i it. give him a little bit of critique yesterday you know get it get in the spot cover the oh, he gets constructive area. criticism from you because i know you used to always yeah. say i don't need it <laughs> <laughs> ryan constructive criticism is good i live by that no, 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 Curtis just a little, little, uh, Destructive. Little, yeah, little tidbits to, to get in better position. Please, he, he was yelling at me three minutes into the game. <laughs> Not just, yelling. You know, Ryan, he's had a lot going on the Not last yelling. Few I've even noticed in our Discord chat, he's like, Kirby, and then dot, dot, dot. I'm like, is David about to yell at me here? Like, what's going on? I'm like, <laughs> no, lack no, of sleep, no, no. maybe? Just a little bit of tidbits, little notes. Just coach him up a little bit. That's all. Like Maurice is doing to, to the team. <laughs> so, yeah, if you guys haven't heard, heard that uh, episode on Spin Chicklets, it's really good. They go into a lot of detail with Kachuk on his personal life and stuff that he did before. the. It's like 20, 30-minute interview, right, David? Yeah, it's, long, it's a it long, long interview. I like that. For, yep. for him so it was really fantastic to he hear showed that. a little personality which we which we need down here yeah for sure for sure so hope that he can get on there because it's nice hearing from him and, and stuff like that so really nice um and then yeah just to wrap up the west coast trip talk uh anaheim big game to hopefully wrap up the road trip 500 we saw the emergence finally of sam reinhardt uh getting the goal in the second period and then the empty netter with a second left to seal the game. Another one where the Panthers had a control of the game. And then like a minute into the, a minute went by in the second period that Anaheim just, again, like what happened in San Jose just kind of took over for a little bit. And then the Panthers were found, you know, battling in the third period when we thought the game would have been wrapped up. So yeah, overall two and two on the road trip, like we said at the start, uh, not the best that we had hoped for, but I think it's acceptable. Uh, you know, Kirby, David, I want Ryan's takes on Barkoff and Rhino, especially after that Anaheim game. What were his heads at with these two? Um, I'm I'm happy Reinhardt scored. You know, obviously too, but 
really one goal empty net that's fine but if he needs that to get going then i'm happy i mean well, he's i'm back more with concerned Lindell. huh he's back with lundell and and lomberg was on that goal too he was digging away there ryan i liked how reinhardt was like in the dirty areas working hard yeah. with lundell and lomberg like that was maybe that's a good connection there those two or something like that so. i i like him with lundell apparently that's where that's where he's best at he can't play barkov can't make him better it is what it is <laughs> And then Barkov we did talk about that a lot in spaces. How all world player like Barkov can't help to elevate Reinhardt's game, or why it doesn't click, why, or why yeah. it doesn't mesh. It's it's very interesting because I defended all this whole West Coast trip and all season long. I wanted Reinhardt on the top line. When you pay a guy six million dollars, you should have him on your top line. And everyone's like, "Well, Kirby, you got to play him with Lundell." But again, that third line, Ryan is not going to produce at the level it did last year. We don't have Mason Marchment here. And that third line, that was like a career-type season. And I don't think, like, moving forward, Lundell is even going to be our third-line center. I think he's going to supplant, like, uh, Bennett for that spot. So, again, that third line, to have your third line produce like it did last year, I just I think it's a little bit of a pipe dream. And I know, Ryan, you talk about that a lot, like, with our fan base being realistic on things. So, I just, again, I think you kind of go with what chemistry is working and, I, I would go back to Barkoff and Reinhardt later in the season, but right now, obviously, yeah. it's not working, and you need to produce results. And I think Kachuk, he might bounce back from the first and the second line, too. So, again, I'm I'm a proponent of putting Lomberg up there in the top nine, even the top six. And that goal he scored in L.A. was beautiful. I don't know what loft was on his club there, Ryan, but he uses different <laughs> clubs in his golf bag than any of us do. So he's, he's, he somehow squeezes those in underneath the bar like no other player. And he's such a good player with speed. Like Ryan and David, you talk about this team not being fun, not being enough speed, not having enough tempo. Put Lomberg up the lineup and you'll see that tempo like increase. For sure, absolutely. It was nice to see Ryan Hart with Lundell again. A lot of people were calling for it. Uh, Barkov just makes players like Maxime Mammon seem a little bit better, but not, not superstars like Sam Reinhardt. So it was refreshing to see Sam Reinhardt have a relatively good uh, road trip with two goals and then the also the game-deciding sh- shootout winner in San Jose. So it was refreshing to see San Jose or uh, Sam Reinhardt, I'm sorry, get, get on track a little bit, hopefully have some home cooking tonight and then yeah. uh, be ready for the home the homestand. David, can we talk about one player on the Panthers who's fifth in the NHL right now in defenseman points? My boy, well, before, Money Montour. Before we talk about Money Montour, I think we have to talk about our, our lovely DraftKings uh, ad. So if you don't mind, we'll get to Money Montour right after the ad here. We've got uh, NFL Sundays are only getting better and better. Ryan, I know you love the Miami Dolphins, and Kirby, you love the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, so an incredible offer thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, and point totals. With bigger payouts than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to when betting on the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and place a $5 free game money line bet to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes to, for details. 
I have a communications background, and that was what they call a smooth transition. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> that. Money money. No, but yeah. that we're talking money. We got to talk about DraftKings Sportsbook and all these uh, awesome promos want, that they've been. You getting. want money from DraftKings? Yeah, we got money from DraftKings, and we got money Montour on the Florida Panthers. So, yeah, Kirby, take take the Dolphins this weekend. That's how you get your money. <laughs> I was waiting though. for what his pick was. <laughs> the pick. Who are they Listen, even playing? I got to sell Florida the Rams. Rams. They're playing the Browns at home, Kirby. Over under, I see, is 48-49. The Dolphins are going to score 35 on their own. Well, make Dolphins sure to, minus four. Put it in right now. Make sure that if you're a new customer, you place a $5 bet on a parlay, and you can get $200 in free bets. So maybe the over under, or maybe two to throw two, three, three, two, three touchdowns, something like that. You, you guys like the game. over so much because you guys don't like defense and life sports. is too short. Life is too short to bet the end. David, I used to play baseball and I love the one nothing and two one game. Oh, have to fo- I'm a gold the worst kind of human being. Have to baseball focus every play. One zero, you have to be in, your stance one zero in baseball. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> those are the best games. Mistake free games. No errors. You got to be on your game. There's a lot of swing and misses in one zero games. That's mistakes. It's right called there. good pitching. <laughs> Yeah, Kirby, you mentioned Money Montour. We've been you've been pumping Money Montour since uh, I want to say even February last year. Yeah, so, like before, like I think when we just first got introduced to each other, right around that point. Yeah. So yeah, big big credits to you and and Money Montour stepped up and uh, really stepped up to the plate, especially on that road trip, accumulating four points in that Anaheim game, and then key key goals that you've mentioned, not just during that road trip, but even in Ottawa. So playing 30 minutes on the road, David, 28 minutes, another one of the games. Like I know, like I'm not, I don't want his minutes to be that, but just to be able to do that with Aaron Eckblad, our number one defenseman out of the lineup and just the nice things that like, you can tell Paul Maurice, this is one of his favorite guys. It's not like he's just leaning on him. I don't believe just because Eckblad's out of the lineup, you're really seeing him star in roles. And I think he's been our, I think he's been our best defenseman this year because I think Forsling has had off nights. Gudis and Mahara, they had a couple tough stretches there on this West Coast trip. And I just think Money Monter, yeah, he's made a couple turnovers here and there. But um, you want him to activate and get up in the rush and his skating doesn't fall off. He doesn't make those mental mistakes like Mackenzie Weger when those minutes are higher. Like he's not, he's not killing us late in games because he's playing these elevated minutes. And David, I would kind of forgive him for that even if he did because how much the team is leaning on him right now and like you know obviously adding to the score sheet but you know me I'm not all about points and all about offensive offensive defensemen like I think it's important to be strong in your own end but you need a guy like Montour to be able to step up on the power play and different opportunities where you know he's creating these chances Montour was the one that took that shot David that was the disallowed goal on the Kachuk yeah so it's either going to be Montour's goal or it was off of Kachuk but other but either way like Montour made that play you know, so again, just so high um, respect to him and everything like that. I know Tammy might be, uh, his mom might be messaging <laughs> you again on an Instagram community there. And I've I heard a lot you. of Instagram love, even from my DMs this week, um, from people coming over to Twitter and, and spaces that, you know, started over there in your Instagram world. But yeah, just like Monter, I don't know what more you can say about him. Like those minutes to drop and dip back down, but it's going to be interesting. Should he be on the first pair when Aaron Eckblad comes back? Yeah, we're still a little bit away from Ekblad coming back. I think today they were confirming that he'll be back for Saturday's game against Edmonton. So it'll be nice to see Ekblad healthy. Or, in, or sorry, in two weeks, two Saturdays against Calgary, right? 
No, no, no. He'll be back on the 12th against Edmonton. Oh, so they pushed it ahead from the Calgary date to the Edmonton. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I think today Maurice was mentioning that he should be ready to go, barring any setbacks in the next few days. Would you want to wait to bring him back? Like, like Do I want to wait? No way. Yeah, like, I was telling that to, to one of our guys in the Discord. They were saying, oh, put him on the third line as a, to, to kind of get him into game speed. I was like, no, you, you put the horse – the number one horse back in the in the saddle. Oh, really? I yeah. I think there's a I think there's a point to putting him on the third pairing and then like giving mm-hmm. him tons of power no. play one minute. No, 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 back. No. Give him easy minutes, David. I think if it wasn't for the the time length of, I think what it has to be twenty four days or ten games before he's eligible to get off of LTIR. Today he was in his non in his contact jersey. So yep. if it wasn't for that time frame, I think he would play tomorrow. So yeah, but be... like the first game or two, you don't want to ease them back with the way yeah. the defense has played. The way no. that de- I'm not yeah, right back to normal. They didn't ease okay. him back after his, I'm his gonna big injury. Write that down if he has a bad game or two when he first comes back. They didn't. They didn't ease him into his bad when he had his bad injuries, and I don't think they'll do that. I mean, oh, well, I don't think we had a choice with the playoffs last year, David. I don't know if Our he'll defense... be around 30 minutes. You know, maybe I think he'll still be in the you know mid 20s, if not maybe 22, well, 23. Your guys are saying don't ease him back. That means he needs to be playing with Maurice 24 to 27 minutes because don't forget Maurice plays his big. No, horse. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think we should be relying on our defense playing over 24 unless it's a That's really what Blatt will be. That's if what it's Blatt a close game, if it's a close game for sure. Yeah. Then he's going to be out there every other shift. But Does the power play minutes add up to his time. Right, almost? right, right. But I would think if it's if it comes down to who's option number one and two and Ekblad's in his first game back, they're not going to say, oh, yeah. Let me throw out uh, Mahura out there before Ekblad. That's not. But would you like to see him with like <laughs> a Mark Stahl or a Brandon Montour? Oh. No, I think they're going to go back to the way it was before he got injured. Well, then saying. that means that Forsling's getting elevated, and then Montour's like getting demoted where I, he was with Brunette. Which I think that's I gonna. With. I think that's what's going to happen unless you. That's demote, not good. Montour's been one of our best players all unless year. Unless you demote Forsling and put Montour with Ekblad. That's what I would do, but I know like the fan base doesn't agree with that, but. I don't know. Like, I think. What do you Montour think? Ryan? Five on Somebody's five. Somebody's got been... a big bias towards Montour, huh? <laughs> what would you say, Ryan? I think our right back to how it was. Yeah, yeah, I think you, you drop Montour. What? No, I think Montour will still get you know 18, 19, 20 yeah, minutes. Hundred percent for needs... sure. Yeah, I think you still will get that. He'll still see power play number one uh, minutes, but you're paying Ekblad, like you said, with Reinhardt six and a half. You know, we're paying uh, Ekblad, although it's a nice still seven and a half. I still think you'll be that number one option when he comes back. Well, I think there's politics that comes into play with Ekblad over Reinhardt, David, how, how much minutes that, you know, Ekblad plays and that like, they're not going to like demote him from that first power play unit, which some of our fan base community thinks that they should. Um, Because if you don't, then you're running two defensemen because how can you take Montur off power play one? And then how could you drop Montur to the third pairing? Like, those things uh, that that would really bother me as a brand. That's Montour. how it was before, and he was still producing relatively well. It wasn't. Well, that, that was the problem that he wasn't the player he is now because of what Bruno did with him. And I even think Maurice was starting to play him more, David. And I know Ekblad got hurt early, but I still think I think I was starting to see things uh, in Paul Maurice's pressers and different things like that that he was utilized. We saw it in the preseason, David, on the power play. He was yeah. PP one quarterbacking. Then he scored that game winning goal against Tampa. So. Paul Maurice used Brandon Montour differently than at any point Brunette did outside, whether you're talking Ekblad being injured or not. I mean, go back to track record though, Kirby, because 
Ekblad's got to be on the power play number one. Like he had 57 points last year, you know. But so who needs to be quarterbacking it, Ryan? Because the since since they'll still have, I still think they'll have Montour out there. It's not that he was going to get off. If anything, Lundell comes off and Ekblad's, you know, puts himself in one of those uh, circle spots, and Lundell, you know, takes no. a seat there. But but a lot of teams run a four-one. They run four forwards, one D, right? So we're going to be running two D moving forward, I guess. I think so. I would assume so. I just don't think you put a Norris, uh, you hope a Norris caliber defenseman and and saddle him in when he's healthy. I just and you don't put a guy that's getting Norris votes, which I'll admit is very very early. (laughs) It's very early. This is what the fan base and what I mean. Slow down. No, what I mean, guys. What listen, listen. What I mean is like fifth place votes, tenth place votes. Like right now, he's fifth in the NHL in defense scoring. And like the minutes he's playing, I think he's second or third in the league, right. in the whole NHL. And he hasn't looked bad. Like, and we, we've been on this West Coast trip where what happens? Your defense starts to fall apart. You start to make turnovers. You start to make brain fart plays. Like he hasn't looked bad all year without our number one defenseman. So like you Absolutely. pair, and he could play both sides, David. Like Monter can play the left or the right. So again, like. I don't know. I've seen bad games from Forsling this year. I've seen him be up and down, and I've seen Brandon Montour be our best defense. Absolutely, I agree. He's been the best defenseman, but we're talking Ekblad here. We're, you know, he's the he's the cornerstone of the franchise. I understand. Well, you know how you know how Ryan talks about Barkov. Some people say the same things about Ekblad. Well, for sure, there's definitely criticism on his health. Absolutely, but it's when he, too when he's healthy. When he's healthy, I think. Oh yeah, he's Norris. Like he's, he's got to be. He's got to be the go the go to in the clutch moments. I think Montour proved to Maurice that he's capable of doing that. And if more than if the situation comes that, you know, they have to count on him, I, I don't think he'll falter. So yeah, it's a really good debate to see. And I, I, I think on like I said, Saturday against the Edmonton Oilers, we'll be able to see what happens. But if I had to place a bet real quick, I would put Forsling with Ekblad. Mahura and Gouda stay together, and then Montour goes with with uh, Stahl. And that's or Kerstad, right? Uh, that's what's going to happen, David, but that's not what I want to happen. Sure. And yeah. arguably, what I want to happen could be the better result. But I guess we'll see with Forsling and Ekblad. Ryan, would you just wrapping this one up real quick? Would you agree with my take or, or Kirby's take? I'm sorry, Kirby. No, it's but, all right. But yeah, Ekblad, I, I've written. Hey, I say I save all the receipts on Brandon Montour, and I retweeted them. No, out Kirby, we're not. We're not saying it's, just a, it's a good problem. We have all three of them. No, I'm not saying you guys are uh, like you guys are argumentative with me against that. I think it's more people out there within the fan base. So I agree with you guys there. But it's a good problem to have. But I just think you know I save those receipts on Brandon Montour. That's fine. We have all three of those players on our team, which is a great thing. We just need to work on the back the back three a little more, mainly right. stall. Right, and I mean, we were, we're looking at that Mahura and Gudis pairing as one of the best analytical defensemen so far in the NHL. So it's a good problem to have. And, you know, although Montour might have to take a little step back, I mean, he's earned the, the likelihood of being number one, number two A again, if it comes to that point for sure. So like we talked about, the Panthers' road trip is done. Now comes the homestand. Wednesday, we have Carolina. Saturday, we have Edmonton. Tuesday, November 15th is Washington Capitals. November 17th, Thursday is against Dallas Stars. And then we wrap up the road or the homestand real briefly. Uh, Saturday, November 19th against the Calgary Flames. I know that'll be a, a highlighted game across the NHL for sure. 4 p.m. puck drop. I know, Ryan, you'll be there with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, 7-5-1, you know, right in the thick of things as – 
as uh, I know, I know we expected to holding be, down a playoff spot currently as this recording, which we yeah, might drop right in the thick of things. Uh, it sounds like the game against Carolina will not be canceled or postponed for the storm. It seems like it's, it's trailing off to the North. So there should be a game on Wednesday, November 9th. Um, there should be no issue as far as rescheduling. So yeah, a real big homestand coming up against quality opponents like Carolina, Edmonton, Washington was on a bit of a funk, but they got a nice win the other night against, uh, I think it was the Edmonton Oilers. And then Dallas has looked real good. And then Calgary. So five really, really good opponents that are coming home. The Panthers are his, the last four or five years have been really good at home. So really eager to see the response that the Panthers have, especially against Carolina, a tough team. We had their number last year, but Carolina has looked really good. If not one of the top four teams in the NHL. So Real big test at home. It, it'll be nice to see them back for an extended period of time after not seeing them for almost two weeks uh, coming up on Saturday. So really eager to see the, the team again. Hopefully that we see a lot of Florida Panthers fans out there as usual. I know on Saturday they have that 5K race in the morning. I'm going to be running that race. So I'll, I'll try to uh, give you guys a little shout out as I'm running, you know, maybe FaceTime you guys. <laughs> sure you guys run it see me running the, the the race so really excited for that and just to see them home again is is great to see so eager for the to see you guys out there and you know like i mentioned seven five and one i posted on on instagram this this afternoon you know on a scale of one to ten how confident are you the florida panthers will be a playoff team this year and the responses from instagram were crazy i was not expecting almost over 300 entries so just some to highlight a few I, i'm sorry i won't be able to get to everybody but there's just so many uh one is from dario he says an eight i think it's just the season the start of the season plus we're missing ekblad and duke we should be fine i'm gonna give it an eight uh you glass half full fans i agree yep. yeah we have alex hockley another eight as long as we don't have multiple catastrophic injuries we should at least get the wild card easy uh, a bunch of tens, a bunch of sixes, a bunch of sevens. Uh, someone said, so pucking confident. <laughs> Where are uh, these people during our spaces, David? I love my spaces. Uh, like, Big shuttle to them, but we need some of this uh, glass half full optimistic viewpoint. Yeah. John Vitoback says um, an eight. Daniel Gaskin says a solid seven. There's a couple, couple down there. I'm trying to find them. Okay, Once, David, just to jump in quick, is this because like coming off the win or would you see this on Instagram if if we came off a loss in Anaheim? Or, yeah, I said on Twitter, if we lose on on against Anaheim, I'm going to be very concerned. So yeah, probably just, you know, hype that they got the win and coming back home. Someone said seven. Oh, Garrett Serta said seven. Once Daddy Ekblad is back, we're good. There's Bergie Mama. I don't know if that's Bergen. <laughs> oh, yeah. A, a comment, a comment. Uh, a podcast favorite is 10 being the most. So Bergie Mama's confident. She she's I don't know. I don't even know if I'm ten, and I feel like I'm one of the most optimistic ones this past. Danilo Danilo says eight point seven five. It's not flashy like last season, but it's coming together. Lots of shots on goal. Yeah, good point. Yeah, very good point. Uh, a couple. Genevieve Lynn has a four. Really, no explanation for that. We have Cassia Panther. She says about a seven. So a lot of sevens. A lot of eights. Someone says eight or widow widowmaker Matt. Shout out to Widowmaker. He's uh, a listener and uh, always a big fan on Instagram. He says eight. 
but we make it past the second round this time. So love that Dolphins district, another lovely follower of ours. He gives us a nine. So yeah, a lot of responses from Instagram. Very happy. Where are you guys around? Like a seven? Seven's fair, I think. As far as I'm, making, I'm the, the most playoffs, pessimistic. For optimistic, yeah, you are I'm the pessimistic, and I'll give an eight. An I saw eight? four in there, Ryan. Yeah, we're we're gonna make the playoffs easy. We have too much talent to not. Okay, I see Ben Cobbs. Another shout out to Ben. He's he gives us an eleven. So Jeez. yeah, real positive, real real nice to see. Again, shout out to all you guys. I think the lowest I saw was like a three. So there's some pessimism, but a lot of a lot of positivity in the Panthers community, especially from the Instagram side. Again, David, it'd be interesting if we came off a loss or you know a one and three trip, what those you know rating points would be. But I think everyone's feeling good coming home. Remember, coming home sometimes that first game can be a little bit of a dud when you come back off an extended road trip. That's not me being pessimistic. That's me being realistic. But I think uh, even if we're playing tough teams on this homestand, we get Kachuk back in the lineup. I'm feeling very optimistic that we could have a good homestand here. For sure, and we said the home cooking is nice. We love. The past few seasons have been fantastic at home. If that can carry over again into this season, I think we'll be in fine shape. Uh, I think we're, what, four and five on the road. So if you can flirt around 500 on the road and and be, like I said last time, around 85% of your points coming at home, you you get them. You should be around 90, 95, 100 points, which is, I think, but a lot of people have us around that, at, at that range right now. So I'm two and two, one and one in the division to start the year, David. So I think that's encouraging too, yeah, where you have first, a lot of those four point games. And, you know, Maurice touched on this during his last pre uh, post game interview, nine out of the first 13 games were on the road. So we're going to have a lot of home cooking in November and a lot of home cooking in December. So I'm really they, want, they want all those road games at the beginning of the year because people like Ryan, they want to go watch their football and stuff like that. So now we get a lot of those home games. Yes, sir. Smart. Yeah, after this five-game road or homestand, we have Columbus. Real quick, get, get in and out, and then we're back at home again three days later against Boston, St. Louis, and then that big road trip uh, again in the West Coast, those late-night games. Oh, geez. For those can, <laughs> I gotta. I still gotta. I still gotta get a ticket for that Calgary one. I'm struggling. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You know what, Kirby? I think I've been thinking the last few days. I've been trying to work it out. I think I'm gonna do a giveaway for the two tickets for the yep. Calgary Florida Panthers game. I know a lot of people are looking for that that game. They want to see Huberto and and Uyghur again. So the reverse retro jerseys debuting. For sure. Yeah, yeah. The the retro jerseys will make their debut. We're gonna so get into second here. I'm trying to get some tickets worked out that I can maybe nice. get to and give those away to, to any l- lucky listeners. Any it's really nice. Cause it's during the day, right, David? So people have family maybe, or yeah, can bring one of the kids. Do it in spaces. Give it away there. Yeah. I'll see how good I work idea. it out. I got to get them and then I'll for sure give those out. Yeah, really good idea, them. Ryan. Good marketing idea there. Yep. Get some of the traffic coming in. I think our spaces numbers are going to come up really high on this trip because like those are tough games david i know you have things going on with your uh newborn there and everything like that but like that's tough games for people to kind of get into our spaces later and so we're going to get a lot of new people but i just want to thank uh nick lex johnny um lex and johnny were at the la game together it's our first uh 
people in our spaces community that met for the first time going to a game together and sitting together. So I thought that was really cool that we helped kind of facilitate that and make that connection. The three of us starting the spaces there last year. And then Johnny also went to the Anaheim game. So it was nice to get some feedback on, on the road games from people in our spaces community. So I'm looking forward to that on the homestand, David, with some of our OGs coming back into the fold after they get back from the rink, but also some new spacers coming in and telling us what they're seeing at the rink during this homestand. Yeah, I know, Ryan, I think I've invited you to all the weekday games because i know that the daughter will be at home so i'll have an extra ticket if you are you coming with me ryan or no which game the weekday ones went tomorrow or wednesdays next tuesday Thursday. tomorrow tomorrow is not gonna happen what you're scared of this that parking that parking lot's gonna be flooded just come to my house and i'll drive with you all right, you can drive with me all right if you want if you want if you're up for yeah it. of course i want to <laughs> yeah we'll meet up with a couple of the the, the ogs for sure <laughs> But uh, yeah, you know, uh, excited for the homestand. Ryan, last time we had you on here, you were criticizing the retro there we jerseys. Go. Like we talked about a little bit ago, that they'll be debuted against Calgary on November 19th. Ryan, you gave us a, a tough rating on the Panthers retro reverse jersey. You've had a few weeks to now accumulate some statistics on everyone's jersey. Some have been worn already. So have you changed any of your ra- your ratings? David, he actually did homework? Kirby made more me do homework than he did in high school. That's the more homework than he did in high school. Not wrong. All right. <laughs> well, no, actually, I did do it. It was just last minute, just like this. I did this at lunch today. I, I finished <laughs> what? it. I I'm on a quality it. list, Ryan. I've been messaging you in our group chat for the last two weeks. To at work least on he's it. got a list. That's something. I have a list. It might not be quality, but it's a list. And the Panthers did move up a little bit. That's all I'm going to say. So where did you have them originally for our, you know, our listeners that didn't listen to the previous podcast? I had them pretty. You had them in the the 15th to 18th. I think 15 to 18. Yeah. Late teens, early twenties. All right. So uh, this is going to be dead last year starting off. And I, and I just named this category kind of just boring. Okay. Okay. So Chicago is dead last. It just, you know, says Chicago boring. Um, then I'm going right down the list, Detroit, Vegas, nope. and Carolina. I saw all of oh, those. I love this. I love this Ryan. Okay. Good start. I just think they just, they didn't really put much effort into the Jersey at all. The Carolina ones did look good on the ice against Toronto, but I agree with you on this list with the letters on the jerseys. It's just, yeah. Yeah. And then even going down farther is just right down is the Kraken. I mean, they really don't have much to pull from. So I like that. They did a good effort there. This one, this one, I was torn between because I do like the jersey, but I've seen it so often. Right after the Kraken, we're gonna have the Penguins jersey. How do you feel about oh, that? It is a, oh, that's, it's a that's classic, a take, David. Right? That's a classic. It is a hundred percent. I grew up as a Pittsburgh fan before Florida with Yager and Lemieux, Damn, so I, I like the old Penguin better than the <laughs> new age one that they're wearing now with the retro one. That's their old one. If that makes any sense, but that's like top tier, isn't it, David? Yeah, I, I like the Penguins. I like the retro one, like you said. So that's his first. Back. He marked I've this down, David. That's his first. That's brings, his first. Brings wrong. back to '90s Penguins for sure. Yeah, kind of the Yager Penguins. So mark that down as a as a wrong. <laughs> I don't know about a wrong. But <laughs> keep going, right? Come keep on, going. David. Constructive cr- criticism, and you have to be a great, a fair grader. <laughs> but going, pretty right. good list so far. All right, right after the Penguins, I got the I got the Maple Leafs. Yeah, yeah, you get the Maple Leafs down further. Yeah, I I should have, but they're they're pretty far down. Um, <laughs> no creativity. 
and then I got, original six. <laughs> and then I got Montreal. The color is yep. the color just stinks. I hate the powder blue. Yeah. It would work with someone else better, that type of jersey. Skin yeah. Chain. Terrible. And then I got uh Columbus. Yes, yes. I got they the Flyers that. right after that. Flyers. Oh, the Flyers is I don't know, David. It's kind of nice, kind of clean for a white jersey, right? Yeah, it's again, I don't know why they they go white. It's supposed to be darker for you're supposed to wear them at home. The colors and then they don't know how to be creative because like when they're like an original 12 team or you know, original six, you don't be so don't creative. Know. But yeah. Okay. Pretty good. And then after that, I got the I got the Ottawa Senators. Okay. And then after that, I got Edmonton. I, I don't know if I really like their yeah, logo. I'd have them lower. I'd have them lower. Yeah, I, I was going to put them lower, but... Todd McFarlane, The whatever. colors are fine, so... Then I got uh, St. Louis. I mean, it. the, the music note was was all right. You know, I had, a, I had a woman fan say to me today that's her inner top five. Uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of still like on it. the fence on that one. It was solid. And then um, we got the Dallas that Stars. Dallas Stars? Oh, I don't know. Actually, I'll, I'll flip those. I'm going to put Calgary before Thank Dallas. Thank you. Look, I'm waiting for that I one. I hated the like stripe. I didn't like the stripe five. at all. Yeah, the stripe. On the, the bottom. Yeah. I got to give Calgary something this year. Yeah, you and then, a little too generous there. Yeah, I'll be, and then Dallas will be after Calgary. And then uh, I got Vancouver. And okay. then I got the Rangers right after that. I don't know how you feel about that. Rangers, David, I have up in the top tier, the top eight with Pittsburgh. Yeah, they're they're close to the top ten, I believe. Right. What are you at now? What number are we at here? I don't. I didn't write numbers. I didn't. You didn't ask for that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, what's the, Pan- the name of the tier? The Panthers, are, the Panthers are still not there. Panthers so are still time. still alive. alive. All right. We were right. right. So after the Rangers, I got, I got. What's up? Me and David were right on the Florida thing. <laughs> <laughs> after after the rangers i got the sharks yeah that and one's interesting one. good colors there but the but it's letters right so mm, yeah, yeah the the yeah, the colors was probably what why it's not you know even lower i like the colors okay. yeah, they, they always have i think they have um the, yeah and then the capitals okay and then uh, David, i like right? i put that one that's all right yeah, it's fine. And then I, the next one I have is the lightning. I just, I don't know. I like the uh, okay, like the stop, rain stop, on stop, it and the bolts. Stop, stop, stop. David, isn't lightning like bottom eight, bottom six? So I don't even think the lightning players liked it. So I'm surprised Ryan. <laughs> I don't care what the players like. This is another, this is, a, this is the second big strike. So what was the first one? The Pittsburgh uh, one? The, the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh one? Yeah. And then this one I think would be up there with the strike. And I think you have the Rangers who. Way too low. Fine, whatever. And then after oh. after Tampa, I'm gonna go Colorado. I know I know a lot of people they like that logo. I see them wearing that on hats, so I just had to yeah, go with that. Some one. people think it's a little boring for the jersey, but I don't think it's yeah. bad. It's kind of it's middle, like middle. It's all right. And then I got the Islanders. I kind of like the the whatever the logo is called. Dude, I thought like you could really goof on that one. I thought you know it would be like yeah, it's like Looney Tunes or something. But no, I think <laughs> no, I like that Islander one, David. I don't, I don't know. The, I like to see. I don't know the fashion, so whatever. <laughs> it, and then this next team, um, I they were a little lower, but they moved up higher. So I saw a Kaprizov card today, and it was there. It was of him in the retros last year, or whatever. And I, I guess they just kind of like changed the colors a little bit. And I oh, love the colors, so it's yeah. going to be what the wild. So you're getting up to the top twelve here. So let me let me see one two. 
David, what are your thoughts here as he's counting? There's there's nine left. That was top ten. Okay. I'm just waiting for Panthers. If they're not in the top three, I'm disappointed. Keep oh, going. Okay. Remember, this he was sad. even laughing if it was top eight or something. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. All right. Next, after that, we're gonna go with the Buffalo Sabers. I like their logo. Okay. Then another classic, the Anaheim Ducks. I like the Ducks. Yeah, that would be maybe my top five. This top one, I don't know how you guys are gonna feel. But I got the Devils there. The, I feel like the colors could be really nice on the ice. I have to look at their full kit again. I don't have. Yeah, anything. I think that was a nice one for sure. Remains to be game. seen. I so remember. now this one is going to be number six. Okay. And it's going to be Nashville. I'm a big fan of cats Ooh, with whoa. the mouth on the front. Yeah, of the- that one is like one of their worst version. That's like your strike three, but I still want to hear the rest of your list. I, don't I think know. I like, I like that. Okay. Hasn't that one been rated bottom five or? bottom eight I think. Uh, by so- who by people that don't know fashion probably <laughs> <laughs> not the fashion talk again i don't know the pittsburgh one the nashville one and the ranger one i think are are big misses but you've got a lot of hits here ryan like yeah, actually you, you actually went back and looked at this and said i looked at everything i made a, a legit list maybe right. maybe right so yeah i appreciate that Run all right so five. now we're getting into the top five. Oh, david's happy okay david should Let's be happy it. Number five is the Florida Panthers. I can I, I, live with that. Is that is that fine? Is that fair? No. Nope. That's how what? I want it to just keep going. I but know Ryan I doesn't do have, like the, the jet blues and I I already have I already know who his final four is then. Oh, I haven't been adding it up in my head. I know which one's number one. Yeah, yeah. you probably know number one, but number four if you're right what you're thinking. Number four is the Winnipeg Jets. I just think the jersey's super yes. cool. Thank you, Ryan. That's probably my number one. Or that's yeah, disgusting. I love that jersey. No, it it it's looks awesome. really clean. Those colors are nice. And, and Hallibuck had the shutout. Go, uh, David hates the goalies. That was really good for my fantasy team. So I was like wearing those jerseys. They got the shutout for the first time. I think I can't you can't get any better than that, right? Ryan? Wait, they already wore those jerseys. I think so, right, David? Did Ooh. they on the shutout win? I can't remember who they were playing. I need to look that up. Yeah, look it up. I think that's Hellebuck just disgusting. Was... Top five. Ugh. What? Just David, state. I said that last time that I love those Jets uniforms. They're nice. Anyway. They're... anyway. All right, final three. I know who there's the final three is good. I'll agree with the final three. All right, final three. I got the I got the three is the Kings. All right. I, like I just I yeah, think that's I, in David's top three, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The top five are good. I, I don't agree with Winnipeg, but oh, yeah. I love the Winnipeg one. That's one of the best things Ryan said all season. <laughs> oh, and then number two is the best um logo. I think is the Bruins just straight logo, not everything else on the yeah, jersey. Even the jersey looked good the other night when they. Yeah, were it looks nice. Them. Yeah, it looks poo, nice. poo looks I, I hate Boston and big poo. And then number <laughs> one, just overall jersey for me is is obviously uh, Arizona. Yeah. I, I just like the the cacti and you know the little whatever mountains in the back. I've seen some people give it five star, but to and have even it, the logo have is nice. Yeah, I like I the like logo it. too. I like the Arizona one for sure. All right, so upgraded list. You put the Panthers now in the top five, so that's pretty good. Now, so, so that was that was number one. Yep, yeah, number one was Coyotes. Two? Bruins. Two, Bruins. Bruins got you, got you, got you. I yeah, yeah I'll agree. Pretty good list. I just only have a problem with three or four things, but everyone can make a list. David, let's be honest, and you could have issues with it, right? Like, I guess David would have issues with me having the Jets at one or two or three. Um, I think I definitely would have the Panthers in the top five, like we were saying to Ryan and. Now he's there with us. So what changed your mind on that, Ryan? On the cats? 
Yeah, because you haven't seen the ward on the ice, and then well, you look. I just looked at how bad the other ones were. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we were saying, right, David? He's just born a hater, and then he slowly, slowly starts. But David, like that's him. what we said. Like, there's really bad jerseys out there. Remember saying that on the podcast to Ryan? So I guess he just kind of looked down and looked at oh. it. Yeah, I think they. I don't know if, if there were better versions last year or this year. I think what I've heard, David, is they're running out of ideas and they can't. They can't do yeah. this realistically. Well, every, they're gonna every, switch. Kirby, I just sent in the chat. I sent. Uh, I sent the Jets jersey, so if you want to, David can take a peek too. Yeah, Those look nice. Bad. They're not bad. They're just—I wouldn't put them top five. I love it. I hate the Jets' new age logo so much when they came back, and there's a lot of history and tradition behind the Canadian uh, armed forces with the logo and everything. But the classic Jets, which I call Timo Solani logo, is just so clean. And then the colors that they did with it—I was just so impressed. They did the baby blue ones that the, their fan base really hated. It was a, like a love hate, and I like those ones too. You know, they're more blue than we are, obviously. So I just think, yeah, I think it would probably be my number one. So yeah, those are nice Can you pictures. Give me a grade, Kirby. A grade for your list? Yep. Uh, that was my homework. Maybe like a solid B, David. I'll B, take that. Minus. Yeah, B B minus. Because of the ones your misses were bad, but like your overall list, Ryan. Very impressed. I appreciate that you went through it and shared it with our audience here. We always have a little fun. Can I throw Ryan something here, David? It's a little off topic but it's it's related to south florida sports i want to know from ryan and you know when he sends his tweets out he comes into our spaces even here in our podcast why you're so critical of the florida panthers and you give such glowing remarks to the miami dolphins like we're talking about a franchise in the miami dolphins who hasn't hasn't won a super bowl what since their perfect season or dating back further than that none of us here were even born and um you know what the florida panthers have recently done i think you're really like hard on the panthers and like easy on the dolphins and i'm like let's so, just see the season play out let's see let's see what the dolphins look like when uh that snow comes down in every city you got to play because oh, I, I was watching the dolphins this weekend and that fourth and one throw by tua you do that in december or january that's curtains like you couldn't even complete a fourth and one pass and i know you're really critical of guys like barkoff but you like give glowing ad- admiration to tua so i just want to kind of know where you're coming from with the I, different self floor. I, I could even send that over to David. David knows I'm, I was a Tua hater before the season. I just don't tweet about the dolphins as often. Okay, um, or about the hurricanes and then one, and then maybe the Panthers too. Well, yeah, for, for sure. And in teams that piss me off just, just because like I have, I don't know what, how to say, but like, I have a longer like history with the, with the hurricanes and Panthers, you know, so okay. I, I tweet about them more, but like so you're more critical on them. So like that's why I'm more the critical. Hurricanes you'd be more critical of than than the Panthers, you'd say? Oh well, yeah, always. Okay. Because I know they're not having that great of season. They're having a horrible <laughs> season. But like coming off the president's trophy season, and Ryan, like we talked about in our spaces how we were critical and like you were the first one before even me and David were of how they were playing last year in the playoffs. But like even carrying it over to this season where me and David are like it's early, be patient. And, you know, like you're really getting frustrated with like some of the stars on the team. And I just, I don't always see you do that with the Dolphins. But if you're saying the Dolphins are more like your your third team or a team that you haven't been invested in as long, that makes sense to me. But I kind of wanted to bring it up on the podcast because it's been sticking with me for a week or two. And I've got some DMs and like, I love your guys' podcast. Ryan's funny. He's awesome. But why is he so critical to the Panthers? Why is he so hard on them? And <laughs> then like, I, I just see how you talk about the Dolphins and like, you're like, this team is so good. And I'm watching, I'm like, 
Dolphins are giving up to like 30 points on the road Defense to the Bears. And like, I'm like, Ryan. the Dolphins are not like as good as their record indicates. And I think the Panthers are better than their record indicates. So. Now you're hating Kirby. Ryan, I just, like, uh, I'm not up, a hater. David? I don't have no reason to hate the Dolphins. I'm going to jump in here and not let my Dolphins be attacked by Kirby. <laughs> okay. because, but I'm very neutral on the Dolphins. Kirby, Kirby and his Cowboys play their daddy, although they've been playing a little bit yeah. bad. Daddy, they have to go to Daddy's town. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers in Lambeau. That guy's still playing, or is he retired? He's bashing. He's bashing the Dolphins' defense for letting it thirty-two points when they let up twenty-nine points the week before. Yeah, but that was the Bears. There was a lot of garbage time there, David, and they were up big. Twenty-nine. Points. That was a close You're game going with the Bears. on the road. On that the was road, ours, Kirby. On the road to the Packers. Upset of the week. Packers over the Cowboys. I'm saying it right now. I'm not oh putting it in on. I'm not letting <laughs> draft kings. Ryan, save the receipts. I want to see his DraftKings lineups. Ezekiel Elliott questionable. Pollard can't handle the big load. It's it's. That's the yep. same team that just lost to the Detroit Lions. That both the Dolphins and the that's Cowboys. Fine. That's, that's fine. fine. They're 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 a different team at home. Maybe. That's going to be my David. I think, David, you're defending the Dolphins more than you've defended the Panthers here over the last couple weeks. No, no, I'm not defending. I'm not defending. I'm just saying the Packers. Kirby, the Dolphins have the best offense in the league right now. Oh, okay. I have a Bengals fan that said I'm drunk because I put the Dolphins as the best wide receiving core. I've had fans come at me, NFL fans, and we're not getting too far off. But I give the Dolphins credit. Their wide receiver core, like Waddle. And and Hill, like they ball out, and even the tight end position, like you don't even need to add Waddle. I think you need a run <laughs> game though in the playoffs, and I think you need to stop teams in the playoffs. So just saying, and when we the just got a new running back, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. And I know you added Bradley Chubb on defense and stuff, but you know, mm-hmm. one player doesn't always make a defense. So I'm just saying, we're the top. Aaron Jones team. will be back. We'll be all right. I, I'm not. We don't have a Super Bowl. You're in defense, the AFC. Right? The Cowboys are in the NFC. The offenses. Forget this. The AFC. Cowboys. There is monster teams there. Cowboys uh, have a heavy road schedule. Mm-hmm. Cowboys are done. They're gonna. They're gonna be little hiccups. I. I, I can see. They're yeah, not you're done. Make fun of me for being the Toronto Maple Leafs when we choke they're again not... in the playoffs. We're the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I realize this. I realize this, David. So don't come at me about the Cowboys. I'm just saying, Dolphins fans, like, look at the record. And, like, what do you got? Like, what do you guys think? This is an AFC Championship team. Because mm-hmm. I'll take the bang. Goals and no, I not even get there, but no, the they, have, they have work to do for sure on the defense. But, but like a guy like Joe Burrow, like that guy, if he can get in the playoffs, like that's like the new Aaron Rodgers. So, but I don't know, like we'll see. I guess you know, I'm rooting yeah, for you guys. I'm not a buff, I'm not a Buffalo Bills fan. They come at us Cowboys fans all the time, and they're four time losers. But everybody goes at Cowboys fans, it's just the yeah, I know, I, I know, Cowboys I get <laughs> so this is not a Miami versus Dallas. Thing. Just trust me, everyone. Everyone hates Dallas, but shout out to our community, our Panthers community, all the Dallas Cowboys supporters. Love you guys. Oh, so, I don't know any of these Cowboys. One on our spaces. Calling <laughs> out a random city. <sighs> when you guys come into spaces, we're going to have some Cowboys talk. So I know you guys have been away from spaces for a while, but I'm going to be hosting kind of them to cut that out. <laughs> no, no, David, there's no cutting out. There's no edits. <laughs> but I know I can't get too full of myself because we always come back down to earth and I don't trust our coach and Mike McCarthy. But again, you guys have a rookie head coach. Got to travel on the road to some of these tough environments. Um, could be AFC Central teams. So yeah, it'll be interesting as it goes along. Just give it to Tyreek. Going... You don't need to run the ball. Just He yeah, can run the ball for you. Can he run <laughs> no, all the ball? He did a little bit in KC, I guess. He can run around for a little bit. Nice yards after catch. <laughs> David loves the offense. Yeah, that's why I love my fans. I so we don't know about the losers of the week this week. What did you say, David, off the air to Ryan about the losers of the week here? 
No, no, no. We, we, Brian talked about the losers of the week in, in the offseason saying that they're going to be heavy, heavy, heavy hockey related. Well, yeah, you said that. So let me uh, let me throw my quick loser of the week here. I'll just I'll throw one in here. Uh, losers of the week cat last couple of weeks. I'll go with the St. Louis Blues. Absolutely exploded. I thought I had a good goalie in, in Bennington on my fantasy team. I'm considering dropping him just how bad they've been doing. I'm surprised but, David has a goalie on his team. Right? So seven losses goals. in a seven losses in a row, one and four at home. Terrible St. Louis Blues. Jordan Bennington. My loser of the week. Go ahead, David man. also lost to me in the fantasy hockey FLA league in the in the football and the there hockey. Brian, I bet he didn't tell you that at, at like, You're like the Cowboys, be good in the regular season, then when the yeah. playoffs come, Daddy's gonna show. Up. Okay. <laughs> Still undefeated, nine and zero in the FLA yes, Cats yeah. football fantasy congrats, league. Ryan, I think I'm the only one across. The board. I'm seven and two. I'm hanging in there. Yeah, David's been good. David's been good. Yeah. All right, Ryan, go ahead. All right, my losers. I I'm just gonna put this one as a group. There's a lot of teams that are just on very, very long losing streaks. Like the Penguins, I think is seven. Mm-hmm. Um, our our favorite team, the Flames, is on a five-game uh, losing streak. Huberto's hurt. He has like five points all season. He sucks. Um, <laughs> and then the other team is going to be Ottawa, who lost Josh Norris. I'm just going to throw those all together as, as kind of one, you know? So those are my losers of the week. You know, some teams, like the Panthers, we, we think it's bad winning one, losing one, winning one, losing one, but... Those teams just suck. And those three teams all expected to make the playoffs. Expected right? to be good. Ottawa fans were talking just like better you love Florida, Ottawa. Better than Florida. Playoffs. Yep. I even had them kind of around the wild card spot. Mm-hmm. Ottawa's played seven home games, four road games, and they've lost every road game, and they're barely above 500 at home. So <laughs> My Ottawa pick's not looking so good, but Ryan's Toronto struggling. pick is kind of struggling a bit along the way, too. Struggling? No, 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 no. That's your that's – your, you know how you're making fun of my David's bar pick with Reinhardt um, having the most points and David with the 50 goals Barkoff. Yours is the Leafs, Ryan. Yours is the Leafs. You said first place. The, and they've won what? How many in a row? Three? Yeah, they're, they're not they're catching hot. Boston and Tampa. Like Tampa, Tampa could just – sleepwalk and they're in a dog fight with vegas right now three three they could be four four in a row here mm-hmm. they got a tough schedule. they actually have a tough schedule you know david said you know we've had an easy schedule so has toronto and they didn't capitalize every they team you them. mentioned is in a is losing right now ottawa's losing <laughs> blues losing flames uh, losing so oh. their losing streak might continue yeah I'm, I'm really surprised about the penguins being four six and two they started off so hot yeah, they were. They looked really good, and then I mean, they're healthy. It's not like Malkin and Crosby are out. So I don't know. The Blues are just pulling the rope a dope. That's where they did. That's what they did when they won oh, the, the cup. Blues. So they're just gonna finish last. And then do well, it. I need B- Bennington to do something because if he doesn't wake up, I'm dropping him and 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 getting rid of all my goalies. Like I've, I've he been always has a do. soft spot in my heart. The year that they won the cup, and I picked him up off of waivers or free agent in a money league. I won like four or five. Let me, let me get Hellebuck. Let me get Hellebuck. He he looks like he's the star right now. Dave, Hellebuck, I, I told you. I told you. Oh, I called it. All right, go oh. ahead, Ryan. So this this one was discussed on the podcast briefly, but um, it, last week when I wasn't on and I wasn't too happy, but that one, it's going to have to be me for last week. Uh, talking about the penalty kick that was missed. So you. <laughs> yes, sir. So it carries I, over, it David. It carries Bring it up, baby. <laughs> Bring it up. I, I, just, I just wanted to clarify something that, <laughs> you know, so basically, Kirby, he says I missed the penalty kick, which is true, right? Yeah. But when you do it in this league, 
So think about kicking a ball. Your foot has to be your, your, say you kick with your right foot, your left foot can't move. Right. So it's like an unnatural motion. Yeah, why is this the so, why is this the case because it's a small it's a it's seven a v seven field. field and it gives the goalie sort of like because it's closer than it would a regulation so okay. it gives the the goalie some sort of like little edge i guess because you can't really sh- full power it unless yep. you're a capitano and know how to do it <laughs> like here in floor hockey league sometimes we play with bigger nets <laughs> and then the next week i'm in net and you're like why is this net smaller why <laughs> is it- so, yeah right, i get keep that. going right yeah, so like all right fine so, you know, I've, I've, I've made a couple in the past, maybe one or two, right? <laughs> for some reason, we're always in the strength. playoffs and they go right to, to PKs. So I, I step up there, right? I have my thing. I'm ready. I know exactly where I'm going. So I, the ball's here. I put it down. I put my foot in the spot. And then the ref, Kirby, and I, I, I shit you not, he tells me to move my foot because it has to be in a certain spot, and that threw me off. That's why it I wrecks missed. your whole momentum, wrecks your like he mindset. That I knew exactly where I was going, and then he moved my foot, and it just didn't feel right. So wow. that's that's what happened they, there. They, I, I did miss. It off. was for the win. They paid him off. They paid him off. That's a little subtle. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ref was like a little funny in his pocket. Yeah. You got. You should have thought of that before, Ryan. You should have done the same thing with the ref there. That's gamesmanship. That's like very John Cooperish. Maybe they, <laughs> you're in the ref's ear there. You guys should have. <laughs> been one step ahead but there. we won that game yeah we did win and unfortunately the other night we we crashed out in the semifinals uh, of our monday night soccer league but overall a good season we'll be back to that hopefully after thanksgiving so anyone listening from the team shout out to you guys <laughs> and a good season and we'll be back we've won the seat we've won the league three times or four times i think so it's so it's- ryan named himself the second loser of the week me and david and i i don't think we've hit that list this year so we're doing right. Good. I don't have any blues. I don't. I don't have anything to be. Losing. Our teams are doing good. We're doing good. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hope the Panthers, like I said, if they can go on a little bit of a run here, it'll be nice to give us some. Uh, hopefully, a little bit of a cushion in this jam-packed uh, Atlantic Division because it seems like every other night we're not getting any help from from any other teams from yeah. the other divisions because Buffalo's still winning, to Detroit's still winning. So. No real respite for the Panthers, especially coming at home. So, oh, so that was Ryan's number one loser of the week himself. Yeah, Kirby, okay, one more. I keep thing track because David threw in a special one there, um, with the blue with Bennington or the Blues, and then Ryan, you threw in the hockey ones. Got one, you. one more thing about that, Kirby, that David, you know, David brought it up the, the missed penalty kick, but we, I'm gonna say this thing, Kirby. I know you're a defensive guy. You might like this. Um, so we allowed 11 goals in the in the two games in the playoffs, right? And and David will confirm this if if you want him to, but he probably won't because he's salty about it. But none of them were scored when I was on the field. Okay. But he's going to blame me for that. A little good course here. Little 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 side note here in our league, it's co-ed, so girls' goals count as two. So technically, I think they scored more girl goals on us than actually guy goals. So okay. although although they scored eleven. The last game, it was it was close. It was three two, and then they just blew uh-huh. it open because they scored two girls. Kind of up here in the slow pitch leagues, the girls get the uh, yeah. Bat, so come to technically, bat with a we probably ball. let in like six, but adding up the girl goals, it adds up. Good. Yeah, but but both sides, it goes both ways. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But either way, you know, it was it's always fun. It's always fun. So, yeah, again, appreciate you guys joining me tonight, and you know, hopefully that everyone is well with the storm coming relatively soon i hope that you all bunker down anyone that's going to be affected by seems like a category one on wednesday thursday so hope you guys take care of yourselves 
I want to thank you guys all for listening to this episode. I appreciate all the support we've been getting as usual across all the platforms on Discord, on Twitter, and on Instagram. You guys are amazing. And every day it makes it more and more fun to chat with you guys and just learn more about your you guys and, uh, you know, so many different opinions on the Panthers. And it, it's great to see. So, Ryan Kirby, I appreciate you guys as always. Any closing remarks here? Do you have just about a just minute? nice to have Ryan back? It's been awesome. It's been far too long. And congratulations <laughs> to you, David, and your family again. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And uh hope you guys are well. Hope to see you at the game, Ryan, uh, in the next few nights. Mm-hmm. And Kirby, I know we'll get back to spaces as as normal now that we're back at home and hopefully get a good flow of the podcast coming again now that we're back home. So appreciate everyone listening. And as always, go Panthers and take care of yourselves. Anyone, cats. anyone in front of the storm. So go Panthers. Thank you, Ryan. Go Kirby. And you'll have a good rest of your day. Thank you.